Welcome to the Harmony Pittsburgh Baptist Association Leadership Podcast, a podcast designed to encourage pastors, to equip leaders, and to engage the community with the saving power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Jeremy Randolph. Welcome back to the podcast. This is part three of a three-episode series recorded originally back in April during our Kingdom Gathering. At that point in time, we had four experienced pastors, Clint Davis, Tommy Oglesby, Richard Jones, and Randy Stewart, sit down and answer questions from other pastors. If you haven't listened to parts one and two of this series yet, let me encourage you to take a few Take a few moments, step back, and listen to those. The answers from those episodes directly impact how they answer the questions here in part three. You may be happy to know that this podcast episode is going to be shorter than our other ones, so let's get right into it with a question on church discipline. How do you do church discipline when the person that needs discipline and just go down the street to another Baptist church. You don't find church discipline these days happening at the church. One time many years ago, a staff member, lady in the choir, brought him back. He confessed. He got saved. Had people leave that we shouldn't have made a public spectacle even though I read scripture. And that's the only time I've ever been in a church or pastor church that there was actually church discipline. You just don't see it. Because you're right, they just go so. Now, if someone leaves the church and I get their letter, I'll write on that letter why they left and what's going on. Hopefully, the pastor will read it. We uh, still video our service because we got 13 people that had to come back yet. And they're very fragile. They had pre existing heart, lung, cancer. Uh, but during, our, during 2020, our giving was 20% better than it was the year before. Uh, I would even say on the tape, I'll be here till 12 if you want to come. People would come by and give me their offerings and they'd keep the window rolled up and we'd pray. But our givings stayed good. We've not had the protocol issue. Same way, except you want to wear a mask, fine. Because uh, we have a big enough auditorium that holds 130, we're running about 50. They can scatter out. We did have one contention, something else, but I don't want to get into that, but they left. So can you do church discipline? You confront them, then you go again. If they don't repent, you're supposed to kick them out. You do punitive, punitive, uh, redemptive, 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 and then they're out of here. Everybody said? (laughs) (laughs) Have I done that? No, I have not. Have there been issues where it was warranted? Probably. But in my opinion as, as a pastor, there wasn't a setting where we could do it biblically. There wasn't, it, it was not going to work that way. And so church discipline has become a much more targeted, pointed conversation that I have with those individuals. And some of my most uncomfortable moments in ministry have come when you're sitting there and talking to a brother or a sister about something that they've done that is detrimental to the to the church and they need they need to repent 
publicly? They need to, well, it depends on the extent yeah, of the, the sin. They need to repent, they need to get right, and then and be restored. A couple of times that happened. But the majority of the time, they got mad, and they left, mm -hmm. and they went somewhere else. They call you your witch hunt if you go after them. Yeah. You used the word a while ago in one of the questions that is huge in our in our time, and that's culture. And the culture has changed that a community at large won't even accept the church discipline that needs to happen. Uh, it's 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 an odd thing, but if we there are topics that if we address. It, we are in the culture erupts over those so we have to be careful of that and the culture has changed in my lifetime where church discipline is, is almost non-existent I got three couples that live together four of them are members before I got there the other one they attend but they're living together that's a big house huh? <laughs> all four of them are You're being snarky now. No, I, I was just trying to follow along. <laughs> you know, it's a small church, and it's it's amazing. In that size church, you have these people that are living together. The two of them are planning weddings. One couple just moved to another city together, and the mother was praising her daughter about all the good choices she's made. And um, that's the culture we live in. I guess they live together and see if it's going to work out. The sacredness of marriage is gone. Mm -hmm. Listen, whether you're talking about mass, whether you're talking about politics, whether you're talking about race, all of this upheaval has a spiritual core. Right? Mm -hmm. All right, so we've hit on faithful attendance being redefined once or twice a month splits over trivial seemingly trivial matters conflict lack of church discipline so I know I've talked with a lot of you and one of the concerns coming out of COVID was we don't have enough Sunday school teachers anymore we don't have enough qualified biblical teachers anymore that also extends out into servants of the church deacons so, here's the question. What do you do about a lack of qualified servants, deacons, leaders, small group teachers? What do you do when your bylaws say you have to have X number of committees filled and you can't fill them? How does the church function? Is deacon ministry dying out? <laughs> My deacons are dying. They're old. <laughs> It's hard to find good, qualified Sunday school teachers in a small church. My wife and I taught a class this week because the teacher just had knee replacement. I taught the lesson, and then she facilitated the prayer and the questions. And uh, the other three qualified teachers were hunting. It's tough to find qualified teachers. You just want somebody that will read the lesson. But uh, I think prayer, unless we can get some good folks that transfer in from about Pleasant or somewhere. You got enough uh, you, I wish there were a good answer, Jeremy. I mean, that you. you That's why I ask hard it's questions. It's a bummer. I mean, that <laughs> of a question. I mean, we 
this is a struggle for all of us. We've, yeah. we've talked about this. Yes. Nursery workers, who's going to keep the nursery? And, and you know, you can't, you can't just put people in place to have a warm body. That's, that's not right. That's right. Uh, and, and so you end up trying to do more with less, which seems to have a point of diminishing returns there. But, but you've got to have people in positions of leadership that are biblically qualified. And otherwise, you don't fill the, fill the position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I think, I think, I think sometimes we need less instead of more. You know, and, and look for uh, you know quality over quantity, and, uh, and that's 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 not easy either. Yeah. Does anybody have something going on where you're training potential teachers? <clears throat> no, yeah. we should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should, but that would we would probably do that at five o'clock on Sunday night before <laughs> the evening worship service, and they won't come. Yeah. We're going to end it on a positive note. Thank the Lord. <laughs> what is the most fulfilling about being a pastor? What's the most fulfilling? Get that check and go on the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that's not true. Got <laughs> that money's immoral, so. <laughs> My check, not the. Not somebody else's. What's What's most fulfilling? Seeing lives change. Absolutely. That's got to be it. Yeah. That's the only reason we're here. One at a time. It, 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 it's people. Yeah. People is our biggest problem. People is our greatest blessing. Yeah. You know, uh, I love people. You know, I really, genuinely love people. You know, and and I love to see the joy of the Lord in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I love to see the transformed lives, uh, families modeling and being what Christ intended it to be. There's no greater joy. Yeah. You know. And Isn't it great to be around a spirit filled, joyful Christian. Yeah. yeah. And and so you know, you know God loved us, created us, yeah. but then we've crossed him the greatest of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what happens in ministry. You know, our greatest joy can be our greatest pain. And it's our greatest delight. Kind of like children, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. One of the y'all, one of the great blessings of being in a place for a little while is seeing people grow up. I'm, I'm at that place where I've watched children be born to people. Those children have grown up, graduated, gotten married. Those kids are having kids, and I'm getting to baptize mm-hmm. their kids' kids. Mm-hmm. And now some of them are getting old enough to get to the marrying stage. It's a hoot. I mean, it, it is fun to see what the Lord's doing hoot. in their lives. Joy to see what the Lord's doing in their lives. And, and it keeps you, it just reminds you that there's a reason for being here. And, and let's keep on. Right. Right. All right, I've got seven true or false statements. The true. end is near. <laughs> just true or false. No, ex, no explanation. No, no addendums, just true or false. We're going to go straight down the line. True or false, I often feel let down on Mondays. True. False. 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 
Well, because I need to get it right. I call it, you said no comment. I'm going to comment. I call it my Sunday hangover. It takes me till noon on Monday to get over my Sunday hangover. But I'm whipped. I spend more time putting out fires than what I want to. Nope. It's true. False. <laughs> true. 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 It's true now after last week, but <laughs> true. When my decisions are questioned, either by staff, by members, or by other pastors, I receive it well. True. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I try. But it's true. Everybody likes me, so it's true. <laughs> False. True if the questions are valid. False if the questions are stupid. Okay. That's, that's fair that's enough. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. True or false? We'll start back with Clint, work our way down that way. It is possible to have deep friendships with members of my church. True. 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 It's possible for my wife to have deep friendships with members of the church. True. 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 False. Okay. Possible, you, you, but not easy. You don't easy. want to comment? Even though she exactly. has more friends from the previous church. Cause exactly. We're, not easy. Yeah, it's possible, but it's just not easy. Mm -hmm. Not easy. Next Sometimes time. they want to be friends with the wife so they can tell her what she mm -hmm. needs to tell me. That kind of deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My wife doesn't put up with that. She's a little starky. <laughs> True or false, I'm afraid of failure. False. False. True. False. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm changing my. <laughs> you change your answer. I'd say not afraid of it, but I don't like it. That's I'm it. very right. competitive, right. I always want to win. Yeah. 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 All right. Last one. True. Okay. <laughs> I need or want an extended break in order to recharge for the next phase of ministry. Pause. Extended break, right? Like a sabbatical. That could be a month. That could be three months. No. Pause. True. I went from retirement right into... Right. Arrows pastor, so I had no retirement. Mm. 75, I need a break. You do. Yeah, because I'm a little snarky, right? You are. Yeah. You, you, you're Answer the question he's looking oh, at. Okay. <laughs> False. Tommy? I'm really having a hard time. Flip the coin. Uh, Probably need it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Okay. Fair enough. That's good. And that brings our episode to a close. We want to publicly thank each of the pastors who participated in this panel discussion. Clint Davis from First Baptist Mount Pleasant, Texas. Richard Jones from Cedar Springs Baptist Church, just north of Orr City in Texas. Tommy Oglesby, pastor of South Jefferson Baptist Church in Mount Pleasant. And Randy Stewart, pastor of Newsom Baptist Church in Newsom, Texas. I think we've had a great time. I think there's 
been a lot to learn over these last three episodes, maybe it has prompted more questions. If you have a question that you would like to ask various pastors here in the Harmony Pittsburgh Baptist Association, send those to me in an email, jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at harmonypittsburgh.com. We look forward to our next episode. Remember to hit the like, follow, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of the Harmony Pittsburgh Baptist Leadership Podcast.